I've been doing code red for 10 years. 10 years ago is when I had a pretty serious weight problem and I had IBS and I was on medication. And I was, I was, I was a real fat athlete and I had a real bad eczema and acne on my, on my face and uh, eczema on my scalp. And I just was unhealthy because I was mainlining Costco M&Ms and I had no idea that my sugar was sugar was the problem. And so 10 years ago, I, got, I created the code red lifestyle and started writing my first program for $149. I had actually had to handwrite it and put it in a manila envelope. And, but you guys know of it the way it is now. And I've had a, a, hundreds of thousands of clients come through the program and every single person tries to argue they, their way out of this rule. Everybody thinks they can skirt around and do the work around on this rule. They think they can take a nap during the day because their sleep at night is crappy quality. They think that they can go, go to sleep with the TV on, or they think they can, they always think they can skirt the rules. And this, if you don't get this, nothing is going to happen. Nothing will come into line. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I'm here with Carrie, and we are excited about the series of podcasts that we're going to do. You're going to have a bunch in a row that are going to be, we're calling it Back to Basics. This is Back to Basics, because guys, we're getting close to 200 episodes on Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, and what we're getting ready to talk about, we talked about a couple of years ago. And you know, we have a lot of new people coming on. We have not a lot of new rebels and a lot of rebels don't know the basics. So let's go over the basics today. Carrie, I'm excited. I am too, because it's funny. A lot of times people will come to me and be like, what about, do you have information on? And I will say that Chrissy has put out a plethora of information on YouTube. Uh, we have a help desk support.coderedlifestyle.com. And that is a ton. You can not, you can like search the knowledge base and get a ton of things. But I feel like sometimes a podcast is a great way to explain something. And I was having to go back to episode one, episode two, episode 10, and try to find these topics. And I think they need to be revisited. So we came up with the idea of revisiting the basics. And I think it's great. And I asked Carrie, when she came up with this idea, I was like, Psh this is great. I love this. And I said, well, what should we start with? Well, we're going to start with the most important and that is sleep because you know what we say, you ain't losing you. Oh shoot. I messed it up. You know what we, let me do it again. You know what we say? You ain't sleeping. You ain't losing. And sleep sure. is the number one biggest rule when it comes to weight loss and overall good health. So we're going to talk to you today about sleep. A lot of people come to me, Christy, and they're like, and if, per, let me back up, if people purchase a home study program in the network, um, they get their custom macronutrients based on a lot of information they give us. And they'll say to me, Carrie, I am weighing my food. I am measuring my food. I am hitting my macros, meaning I'm getting them correctly. I'm intaking the correct amount. I'm eating at the right time. I'm drinking my water. I'm doing everything. Why am I not losing weight? And then they say to me, well, I only sleep three hours a night. 
because I work eight jobs. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Absolutely, you are not going to lose weight if you do not sleep. And when Christy first told this to me years ago, I remember being like, but she's 100% right about this one. Yeah, and you know, your body senses a lack of sleep as stress and will hang on to body fat and water as a way to protect itself. It's not... It's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just physiology. It's the way we were created. It doesn't know. And by the way, when you are tired, your body's going to send sugar cravings. Why? Because sugar is the quickest form of energy. And if you are tired, then your body's going to have you start craving a caramel macchiato and cake pop so that if you can get a hit of sugar, maybe you won't cross over the yellow line and hit some oncoming traffic. It is just your body's way of protecting you. And you can't say, and like, you can't say, well, well oh, my dad's in the hospital. That's why I was up all night. And your body goes, oh, okay, here's a pound off. It's okay. Here you go. You get a pound. That's just not the way it works. You can't reason with your body that way. So the pathophysiology behind also behind not sleeping and not losing weight is super simple. When you don't sleep chronically, now maybe Christy and I were talking one night, you know, if it happens, you know, two nights, if it happens, but when you chronically are under, uh, under rested, you know, you're chronically tired, sleep deprived. That's the word under rested. There's a new word for you. <laughs> Somebody write that down underrested. What is that? When you're chronically sleep deprived, what happens is that your body senses a threat. So now this is a part of your brain that is your ancient brain. This is your brain that makes you flee or fight. Or when the, for me, when the airplane does this, you know, instantly your stomach drops. I can't control that response. When you're on a roller coaster, when a car comes out in front of you and then you have to slam on your brakes, you get that instant adrenaline response. Those are responses that are not controlled by your, your frontal brain, your thinking brain, your uh, logical brain. These are basic primal brain responses. So when you don't sleep, what your body says is there's a threat. We don't know why our human body is not resting, but there's a threat. We sense this as stress. So when you are stressed, you increase your cortisol. We're going to talk about that more with Christy and her experience with her continuous glucose monitor and a series of events happen. So if you're stressed, um, it's no different to your body than getting chased by a tiger or someone continually uh, almost slamming into your car. That is the same kind of cortisol response. So cortisol, you need cortisol, but it does a couple of things that aren't great. It it revs up your blood glucose. It revs up your adrenaline. It does not, it tries to protect fat around the middle in case that saber-toothed tiger that was just chasing you, again, it doesn't know, tries to stab you with its horn, uh, with its, its tusk, and that would protect your vital organs. So it's a, it is a basic primal brain response. And so your body is trying to protect itself from potential disaster. So it does not allow you to lose weight. No, this is a stressful time for us. We're not going to let weight go. Why aren't you sleeping? And that folks right there is why you cannot be sleep deprived and lose weight. 
I've been doing code red for 10 years. 10 years ago is when I had a pretty serious weight problem and I had IBS and I was on medication and I was, I was, I was a real fat athlete and I had a real bad eczema and acne on my, on my face and uh, eczema on my scalp. And I just was unhealthy because I was mainlining Costco M&Ms and I had no idea that my sugar was sugar was the problem. And so 10 years ago, I, got, I created the code red lifestyle and started writing my first program for $149. Had actually had to handwrite it and put it in a manila envelope. And, but you guys know of it the way it is now. And I've had a, a, hundreds of thousands of clients come through the program and every single person tries to argue the, their way out of this rule. Everybody thinks they can skirt around and do the work around on this rule. They think they can take a nap during the day because their sleep at night is crappy quality. They think that they can go, go to sleep with the TV on, or they think they can, they always think they can skirt the rules. And this, if you don't get this, nothing is going to happen. Nothing will come into line. Uh, do you notice, Christy, and we've talked about this before, but a lot of moms and dads, especially the moms out there, they wear it as a badge of honor. Yes, they do. Oh, but let me talk about it. I only got two hours of sleep. Yeah. I only got one. After everyone goes to bed, so my geese are banging on the window. I'm so sorry. They, isn't that funny? They can see me in here podcasting. And so they're banging on the window. Sorry about that. If you guys heard. <laughs> Want me to pause it? Yeah. Hold on. Now, Chrissy, you notice this, but a lot of moms wear not sleeping as a badge of honor. Every like time. they get some kind of mom points for being exhausted. They get some kind of mom points for being like, need my coffee. They get some kind of, uh, good mom check marks or gold stars. If they are absolutely worn out running on fumes. And I'm here to tell you, it is not a badge of honor. You don't get any mom points for being worn out. You cannot give from an empty cup. And I see moms do this all the time as if somehow it's a status. Now I get it. If your kids are sick and you have to be up all night with a baby, like I get that. And, but this chronically your kids go to bed and you stay up for three or four hours and you wear yourself out doing stuff that could be done the next day and staying up. Do, and I've done it as well. It is not a badge of honor. You are not able to be your best self, let alone take your life back and lose weight. If you don't sleep and Christy, the, some of the worst people we have dealt with, not the worst, but the most challenging people we've dealt with. And you know who I'm going to say, are you ready? The 60 pound overweight CrossFit mom that also works full time. So she works full time. Okay. That's stressful. She has a bunch of kids at home. That's stressful. She doesn't sleep. That's extremely stressful. And she goes and does hour long workouts six days a week and is proud of it. You're never going to lose weight, ma'am. Ma'am, listen to me. You are never going to lose weight because your body is in a constant state of survival mode. Yeah, she sacrificed sleep for CrossFit. And she she's like this martyr. Like she's wearing it, this badge of honor. And I'm like, sleep always trumps working out. Sleep trumps everything. Sleep is always... And 
and you're not, you're not going to be able to grow your muscles. You're not going to be able to lose body fat. Nothing will work. So all that, and you're just putting more stress on a very already stressed out body. And we, we hit, we just, people argue with us all the time, especially this day and age with people who are like, well, I can't No, you can, and you must, you've got to change your lifestyle in order. You've got to change what's going on in your, in, in your life, in your house and, and whatever you've got going on. Cause Carrie, you just mentioned this on the last podcast. We talked about how people are so busy. They've got these kids and they let them do band, they let them do soccer, they let them do church, they look, let them do all these activities. And you've got the moms and the dads driving them everywhere. And they do and they're gone. They're gone early morning to late night and all these different practices and events. And, uh, and the parents don't have they won't say no to anything. And so you got the mom falling in bed at 1130 at night and getting back up at, at five. Here's the truth bomb that nobody wants to talk about. But you are not building better kids by letting them do every single event. You really are not. I'm here to tell you that I successfully raised, not that I'm that great of a person, a microbiologist for a daughter and a realist, a successful child who owns several homes and is a real estate agent. They did one or two things. That's it during the school year. And a lot of moms are not gonna like that I had to say this, but you're not helping them out by letting, you are doing them a detriment and you a detriment. Anne-Marie is in two things. She is in jujitsu. And she is in marching band and that takes up almost every evening of the week. So you're not helping them if you have them in piano lessons and dance lessons and, and the missionettes that used to call them at church and Bible study and the choir and jazz band and they're taking college prep classes and they're doing two sports. It's not going to help your kids. Plus it's not going to help you. So a lot of you say to me, Carrie, you don't understand. You can't. I e a u a o o I don't want to hear it. It is time to make some choices where you put yourself up towards the front of the line, ma'am. Get out of line and come up here towards the front so you can be the best mom, so you can be the best dad, so you can be a better employee, so you can be a better pet parent, so you can be a better spouse. You have to start moving yourself up to the front of the line. And Christy and I have some tips and tricks for you. I'd like to thank you for... I'd like to thank you for throwing in pet parents. She did that for me. Yes, I did that for you because it is real. You you have to be a good pet parent. And in order to do all those things, you have to move yourself up towards the front of the line. And sleeping is one of the best ways you can do it. You cannot, you can't do it. Sorry, CrossFit mom. There's no mm-hmm. martyr badge of honor here. You're not That's- working towards your badge of honor that says martyr. That's the least, my least favorite client to work with. It is, oh. even though I'm an athlete, it is my least favorite ladies, the, the fat athletes, when they come through, the only reason why most of them listen to me is because I used to be a fat athlete and I can show them pictures of how I was the fittest and the fattest. I can't stand. I just, they, they just are so hard headed and they, and I'm like, ah, oh, fine. And Carrie, I've been to CrossFit gyms. I'm in a sidebar all over the world and almost every single person in each of the gyms I've been in has been either overweight or obese and they just don't get it. It's so frustrating. That's my least favorite, but you're right. Let's move on to tips. Let's move on to tips. Cause there's a lot you can do before going right for the ambient. And let me start us right off with cooling down your room. You need to sleep right around 60 degrees. That's pretty cold for a lot Sorry, of people. Not my fault. You need to sleep right around 66 degrees. My fault. I was like, that's pretty cold <laughs> for most people. 
Sorry. Oh, you're going to need that weighted blanket. I like to talk about sleep category in the five senses, Christy. Really, remember what you see, what you smell, what you hear, and see, smell, hear, taste, and feel, and feel. right? Yeah, I the think five so. senses. So what Christy's talking about is what you feel. Yes, your room needs to be cold. Mm-hmm. Yes, your bed needs to be fresh sheets that are changed. If you can't remember the last time you changed your sheets, it's time to change sheets, okay? And I get it, I get it. We all have things going on. So as far as what you feel, if you are sleeping in a hot room, you're not gonna sleep well. This is scientific, guys. It nationalsleepfoundation.org. Go there and check it out. Chrissy's not making this up. So I like that. Your room needs to be cool. And as far as feel, your bed needs to be made and organized. And, and it needs, take some money and buy yourself some decent sheets, guys. If you're still sleeping on Kmart sheets, by the way, Kmart's been out of business for a while. And they say per kale, per kale, P-E-R-C-A-L-E, anywhere on them. Please go buy yourself some new sheets. Go to the Goodwill. People get rid of good sheets all the time at the Goodwill. I'm just saying. You can find decent sheets that are secondhand. You don't have to Costco. Uh, Amazon has great sheets. We're not, you spend so much of your life in your bed. Why are you wearing nice, you know, $150 sweater, but you're sleeping on 499 sheets. Yeah. How about a room being blacked out dark? You can't be sleeping in a bright room. It it messes up your your melatonin production and your circadian rhythm. I have blackout blinds in my bedroom and those suckers, they go down at like, I black my room out starting at 6 p.m. Two hours before I fall asleep, my room is black. My blue light blockers are on. Right, so that would be, so we went with what you feel, uh, what you're feeling. We're talking about what what you see. So you you need, you need blacked out blinds. You absolutely, you absolutely cannot sleep in a light room. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know. Like I used to train new nurses when we worked the night shift and I would say, let me give you a little hint here, (laughs) you know, uh, blackout blinds and a box fan. And we'll get to that later. But, uh, so you need to be able to feel comfortable, clean jammies, clean jammies, clean sheets, a made bed. What if you have had pillows since the 60s? It is time for new pillows. If your mattress is crappy, think about investing in a new mattress. You can get mattresses on payment plans that let you pay them off. I've certainly had to do that, or at least a gel foam topper for your bed, something. And then Chrissy's talking about what you what you um see, right? What you yeah, feel, what you see. What what you you see. I love the blackout curtains. Um, Christy, if your bedroom, if you're having, I love when Christy goes, if you have to clear off three cats and all your laundry off your bed to get in at night, oh dear Lord, dear Lord, you are not going to have a restful sleep. There's something you said about organization and cleanliness. It calms the mind. I follow a new person online. She talks about clutter and it's stressful on a level that people don't know about. If you can't find your bedside table because there's so much crap on it, it's time to take some time to clean up your bedside table. So, so what are you seeing? What are you seeing in that room? I don't want to. I don't want to see the streetlights down the road. I don't want to see 
two weeks worth of laundry. I agree with Christy hundred percent on that one. Well, let, let me jump in and say that I have a, we have a lot of people that send in their before and after pictures and they take a picture of themselves in the mirror. You can Christy. see what their bedroom looks like, sis. It's trashed. I rarely have ever seen someone with a, with a made bed and a clean room. It's trash, sis. It's trashed. It's yeah, terrible. before you call up your doctor and you be like, I'm doing this code red thing and I can't sleep, give me an right. Ambien. Right. Oh, why don't you try some of these things first? Can we give it a shot? We, Maybe we're wrong. Try it. Let's see how it goes. Can we talk about co-sleeping both with kids and parents, kids and pets? Because I can speak to the pets thing, but I mean, you can speak to the kids because I know people are going to really, that's going to get some feathers ruffled about kids in the bed and you taking a, a, a little four-year-old's heel to your rib cage at, at 1 30 AM. I think some people can get good sleep and, and co-sleep. However, I would love for you to get a Fitbit and track your sleep and see if you sleep better with your kids in the bed or out of the bed. Mm. Now, if this is a big philosophical thing for you, um, then sleep with your kids, but you need to be very aware that if that is inhibiting your weight loss, that they studies in some, I know there's lots of studies on both sides. Some people say that people and kids in their own bed and kids and parents in their own bed sleep better. Some people that are big proponents of co-sleeping say I sleep perfectly fine with my kids. I'd love to see the numeric evidence on that. If you want to stick to it, that's fine, but let's do a week of you sleeping by yourself and a week of you sleeping by your kids and look at your sleep scores. Um, if you can, have the evidence that you sleep just as great. That's fine. When I was nursing, let me tell you, those babies were in bed with me because I would roll over and feed them because I was so tired and flip on the other side and feed them. But I didn't sleep as well. It's just the truth. No one wants to talk about it, but it's true. So Carrie raised all of her kids to sleep with the box fan in their room. And just recently, because I do live at the top of the Grove Hotel and during hockey season, because our the Grove Hotel is hooked to the Boise Center where the ice hockey and all events, the band, uh, you know, bands, we have concerts there, we have ice hockey, we have fights there. And I can hear that is so loud. And so recently Carrie got me hooked on a box fan because you can take the girl out of the trailer. I'm telling you, it's been a lifesaver for me, not just keeping the breeze going in my room, you know, keeping my room cooler, but that noise. Also, um, Christy, I think white noise is huge. I did. I ruined all my children. And uh, now I have a white noise app on my phone. Yeah, and yeah. you can get it. They're free. You don't have to spend a lot of money on them. Uh, Apple watches have them. Everyone has a white noise app. You don't have to spend a ton of money. So don't stress out about it, but um, you absolutely can get a white noise. White noise is huge. And you do not want to hear uh, you do not want to hear the streets down below. You don't want to hear your partner talking in their sleep. I don't even want to hear the dogs making sounds. Our dogs sleep in our room, but only the ones that can lay still and stay in one spot. Otherwise they go down to their own room. So two out of five can sleep up there. Plus I need a bigger bed if I'm going to have everybody up there, but that's it. You have to make the cut Christy. This yeah. is like, yeah. this is like a, this is like a, you know, a talent agency. You got to make the cut. Yeah. Where are your headshots? So you got, as far as hearing goes, you need to have a white noise. Uh, I do not agree with falling asleep to the TV. And let mm. me tell you why that noise is so varied. I do believe it interferes with sleep. Again, if you can show me your sleep scores, sleeping with uh, a TV and sleeping with white noise, that's fine. You can fall asleep to ASMR. I don't care what it is, but I think having some level of the rainforest or whatever you want in the background something to block out the noise happening around your life 
it will really improve the quality of the sleep. And also I have ruined all my children. All of them sleep with box fans. I think a box fan is the best sound because it's like, (laughs) and it has like, there's a, there's a hollow kind of sound to it that fills a room. I get on an airplane and put my AirPods in and listen to a box fan sound. That's how, that's, that's how addicted I am. You'd think the sound of the airplane would help, but. Another thing that I started using about eight years ago is weighted blankets. And I have one at both of my houses and I can hardly sleep. In fact, whenever Carrie and I travel together, because Carrie pretty pretty much travels with me to all my events, she always asks the hotel for more blankets, not because she wants to be warm because she likes the weight. So we're both the same way. We like the weight on us and a weighted blanket. is like a big, it's great for people with PTSD and people that uh, have a hard time sleeping. I love a weighted blanket. I mean, that is huge, a weighted blanket and cleaning up your room. You know, it's sort of like dealing with a chronic condition, Christy. One thing doesn't usually work. Okay. Mr. You know, Mr. So-and-so you have this terrible injury. You know, you're going to have pain for the rest of your life. So, okay, well, I'll just take hydrocodone. Mm. That's great. But it may be the hydrocodone and the massage and the, um, you know, the, uh, tens unit, It may be that the stretching you do every day, it may be the progressive muscle relaxation that you're doing. It could be the CBD oil. So it's usually not one thing for sleep. It's usually not just, well, Christy code red said, clean my room and that's not working. So screw her, but try cleaning your room, try getting blackout curtains, try getting kids and the pets out of your bed, try all those things, try three or four things. It's usually not just one thing, but it's a combination of things. Christy's absolutely right. Uh, weighted blanket, blackout curtains, cleaning up your room. I love lavender, Christy. They make lavender every oil company out there. And there are lots of them. There's two major ones and we'll get people below arguing about which one's better, but they have a lavender roll that you can put lavender lotion. You can do lavender essential oils, the the spray on your pillow at night. Mm -hmm. It may not just be the lavender essential oils, but it may be that plus the weighted blanket. And all of a sudden you're sleeping like a baby. There are lots of non-chemical, non-medical interventions that you can do to sleep better. And those are great ideas. What else, Christy? Stop drinking your water early in the day so you're not up all night peeing. Were you going to say that one? Yeah, I just Uh, (laughs) been trying to jump in. Uh, You know, we call this nailing the basics, but a couple of honorable mentions. Yeah, you want to have that water done by five, assuming you go to bed right around nine so that you're not up all all night peeing. Uh, And you you just want to we want to make sure that you're having your magnesium on board because magnesium relaxes. We want to take that at night. That's another thing that people have noticed that their sleep has improved tremendously just from the code red magnesium, which is a high quality mag that has a higher absorbency rate than your normal Costco brand nature made, which is about 30 to 31% absorbency rate, which means you're just peeing out expensive urine where our absorbency rate of ours is up into the eighties, 83% absorbency rate. So you're just absorbing a lot more. Um, so you get, more bang for the buck. And that can really just alone, just that alone can help you sleep really well, but we don't want you going right for the ambient. Now, if you're like me, um, you do need to have a half of a, a, a Kirkland brand sleep aid, uh, a, like a Unisom, but 
I still, that's not going to work unless I'm wearing my blue light blocking glasses, unless my room is blacked out, unless it's 66 degrees. I've got to have a weighted blanket. I've got to make sure I do my ASMR. I've got to have CBD oil under my tongue, hold it there for a minute. Then I swallow it. I've got to take my mag. I have to have all that in order for my sleeping pill to work. You're absolutely right. And I, I, again, I think it's going to be different modalities, a combination of different modalities at work. And a lot of people just want to take an Ambien and go to bed, but they're laying in, they're still wearing their bra. Right. They ain't washed their face. Nope. Um, you know, Christy, I, I think you're one of the best people to speak about bedroom boundaries and having a nighttime routine to get your brain relaxed. I, I love what you do. Well, thank you. I was made fun of. I have been made fun of for years about this, and I have become very militant about my sleep. I am asleep by 8 p.m., and I wake up at 4 a.m. That's eight hours of sleep, and some of you can't even begin to imagine that. You go, oh, my gosh. I know. Just like when I say drink a gallon of water a day, you can't even believe that. And then now you're doing it. So it's not that crazy of an idea, and I get it that my life might be different than yours, but- I am very militant. So I, I begin my bedroom routine at 6 p.m. My bedroom routine lasts two hours. Now it does include getting in the shower at night. I shave my legs. I always wash my makeup off. I put my skincare on. I do my jammies. I pick up around my bedroom, whatever I've got to do. I take my mag. I take my vitamin D. I take my super sleeper bundle, my CBD oil, whatever I'm taking. I like to rotate through my sleep aids. Uh, I wear my blue light blocking glasses two hours before bed. And by the way, guys, this happens when I travel as well. I I do the same routine when I travel and I leave myself, I plan my trips to leave myself enough time to sleep. I don't push up against that boundary. I just won't. I refuse to. I book my own plane tickets. I'll choose a different flight time. And, I, and it rarely happens where I am caught with no options. Usually, yeah, I have options and I plan for it. If I can't get in in time to get enough sleep before my event, I get in the night before. And I pay for an extra hotel room so that I can get enough sleep before my event. I just, I value sleep so much that I am willing to go the extra mile, like going in the night before so I could get a good night's sleep that night before. I don't just run ragged, like fly all night, then get up and have to go that next morning. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that to myself because I and actually, should I jump in and tell the CGM part? See, oh, that would be great. And I was thinking about Pa Otto, Christy. Remember our grandpa's name was Otto. Oh gosh, his wife's yes. name is Otto. His nice, our, our great grandpa, excuse me, was named Otto McGeehee. And his wife's name was Ida. And he would say when he was ready for bed, well, Ida, let's go to bed so these people can leave. Christy definitely takes after Pa Otto when yes. it's time for her to go to bed. But I respect that about her, that she has great bedroom boundaries. And and you know what? Uh, and I don't, you know, she she absolutely stays healthy because she's able to respect that it's time to sleep this to I'll sleep when I'm dead baloney. Well, you'll be dead a lot sooner. If you don't get mm -hmm. some sleep, go ahead. I'd love to hear about your CGM. I do. It's just a, it's a non-negotiable for me. I'm not going to go out on late dates at night. I'm not going to go out. Mom and I went to the fair here recently. We didn't stay out late. I was still in bed on time. I just plan my life around and make sure that I get my sleep because I'm telling you, I am no good if I get into the seventies on my sleep score, I always want to get into the 85 to 92. And yes, I have worn a CGM. It stands for continuous glucose monitor. I've worn one. No, I am not a diabetic. No, I do not have blood sugar issues. I was doing it as an experiment just to see what different foods and how lifestyle affected my blood glucose. 
And let me tell you the biggest shocker, and this has happened. I think I've done this experiment three times, three separate times. Every time I get a bad night's sleep, my blood sugar is 20 points higher and it does not come down all day long. Cause remember your oh. blood sugar goes up when you eat something totally normal. That's totally fine. But we want it to come right back down. We don't want it to stay up and up and up and up for hours, 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 hours. You don't want your blood. We want it to go up, come right back down. But on a bad night's sleep, no matter what I eat, no matter what I drink that next day, the blood sugar stays up all day long, which, which means I'm storing fat, which means I'm storing fat. And it has happened every time. And it was the biggest eye opener when I wore my CGM. Which means that your body is releasing cortisol because it senses a stress. It's a stress response. And part of cortisol response is increased glucose in case you have to run five miles because a saber tooth tiger is, you know, chasing you. It wants to give you fast energy. So what Christy's saying is because she didn't sleep, her body sensed it as a stress and kept her blood sugar high all day. And it's that releasing a lot of me. insulin to bring the blood sugar down. It's releasing so much and it's not able to get it down. My blood sugar is not wow. able to get it, get itself down. That's shocking. Carrie, my heart pounds all day long. My heart rate is higher. I just, I'm out of breath more. I mean, when I am sleep deprived and I try to go into the day, I'm just, my body's having to work so much harder to get myself back to homeostasis, back to regular and it all day long. It's a ruined day. It's a ruined day. Can you give us the down and dirty on, I think we should talk about two more things uh, and whatever else you want. Let's talk about how to track your sleep. Uh, the kind of the quick, uh, maybe, you know, you don't have to go into great detail unless you think that they need to know, cause you helped me out by saying, Carrie, it's not complicated. And number two, let's talk about if people need meds. So you're the bet you are the Fitbit expert. And by the way, we're not affiliated with Fitbit. We just like that. It does what we need for not a real expensive cost. I was, when I was looking at sleep trackers and there are a couple of them out there, uh, there are different companies that make different ones. I didn't want a fancy sleep tracker. I just wanted one to do two things. I wanted it to track my sleep and vibrate me awake because there's nothing I hate worse than being startled. And when it goes, uh, 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 even if it goes like an angel or something, I don't like the sound. I don't like being woken up to a sound. I respond really well to a vibration on my wrist. Bzz, bzz, bzz. So I found the Fitbit charge and it gives me those two things I'm looking for. And it does other things. I don't care. I just don't track the, I don't track. I don't do the other things. So I like that. It's not overly complicated and they're about a hundred dollars off Amazon. And you know, I can get that link and I can link it up below for you guys. So you can go check that out if you want. And it gives you a sleep score. So the sleep score, and I'm not going to go into great detail about this. I think I'm going to teach a workshop about it or something, but the sleep score tells you the quality of sleep and you really want to get into the eighties on your sleep score, but keep in mind, we really want to move in a direction of better improvement. So once you do get your Fitbit and you get your baseline and you see where you are, you can improve from there. Maybe your baseline is 67, which is terrible. And now, you know, 10 days later, your sleep score is now 74 whole, we should be celebrating. And then a month later, you're now 81. This is awesome. And then by the, by the end of 90 days, you're sleeping near the nineties. This is 
phenomenal news. And this is what Carrie, you know, Carrie and I went round and round about this for years. And finally I said, get a Fitbit, track your sleep. And it's been a game changer for you. Hasn't it sis? It absolutely has. And it's simple. All like Chrissy said, we're just looking for you to find out what your baseline is and how can we improve on your baseline? It gives you measurable numbers. It's like stepping on a scale. It's not everything. It doesn't define you, but it gives you a good idea of what's really happening. It's not foolproof, but I love a Fitbit. And if you have to have medical medication interventions before you reach for the Trazodone, before you reach for the Ambien, before you reach for the Lunesta and uh, Amitriptyline and all that, let's talk about some that are out on the market that may be helpful. But Christy, here's what I found to be the biggest thing is that you got to rotate them. Christy used to take a half of one forever. And I would think someday that's going to quit working. And guess what? It quit working. So Christy has to rotate through. So my suggestion, the people that struggle with this is that you find three or four things that work and you just keep your body guessing by rotating through them day by day. And here are some things that we like. Number one, diphenhydramine, the good old Benadryl. The problem with Benadryl is if you take it every night, it will stop working, but you might want to include it in your mix. Number two, doxlamine succinate. Doxlamine succinate. This is the active ingredient in Unisom. However, they now make Unisom with Benadryl, diphenhydramine. So just be aware of that. Um, but that comes in a 25 milligram uh, capsule. Less is more. So take half to begin with, okay, of doxlamine succinate. You can also add that to your rotation. There are, you can find a multi-layered sleep product that is time-release melatonin. Everybody has them. We like TriSleep from GNC, T-R-I. TriSleep is a little spendy, but you can put that in the rotation. Here's the best thing. Chrissy came up with an amazing bundle. You can find it on the website. It's called the Super Sleeper Bundle. Consists of three products. Why three? Because of the rotation phenomenon that we're talking about. The three products are Code Red Calm, Code Red Sleep Assist, and the Code Red CBD oil, which does not contain THC. So those three products, you get a great deal on all three of them, less than what you're going to pay for CBD oil. You're going to use them in rotation. Code Red Calm, it helps call neurotransmitters. It has things like, um, hops extract, grape seed. I mean, some of those other rose, some of the things that are going to help just calm your brain a little bit. And then code red sleep assist, which is a melatonin, you, um, you, you know, chewable melatonin, and then the CBD oil. Again, these three products, not to go into great detail, but you can use them in rotation with a doxamine succinate with a, uh, you know, a melatonin blend, whatever, but you need to rotate and keep playing around till you find what works. It's not going to be one and done. I hope it is one and done for you, but it might take some playing. You do become habitual. You can become habituated to it if you're not careful. And I, that was my problem. I knew it was coming and it has come. So I'm having to rethink my sleep and that's okay. Please, 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 please don't go right for the Ambien. Please don't go right for the propofol. Okay. Not funny, <laughs> but please, please tr start off small. And if you wake up hungover, don't just automatically say, well, that didn't work. Just start off with less next time. I know that for me, for a long time, if I took a hat, if I took a full Unisom, I would wake up hungover and I would be groggy and I'd be drooling all day long. But if I take a half, it's perfect. And so don't yes. just give up and say, uh, like it doesn't work. Oh, screw it. It doesn't work. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be miserable and fat. No, no, no. We can work with you on this. We will find what works. 
start off with less. Christy, one thing that works for me, and I'll just kind of show you what the rotation looks like, just so you can get an idea. And again, this is just me. Christy's different. You're going to be different. So I will have sleep assist, code red, uh, CBD oil, um, maybe a melatonin blend plus the other melatonin, and maybe the doxylamine succinate. So maybe one night I'll do a half a doxylamine succinate. The next night I'll do CBD oil and code red calm. The next night I'll do a melatonin blend and the CBD oil. And the next night I may do a quarter of a doxylamine succinate and the CBD oil, maybe some code red calm. I just, you have to keep it rotating for it to work. That's just, it looks different for everybody, but that's just kind of how it works. We found that's worked. Carrie, you get excellent sleep scores. I'm always <laughs> like when you sleep, when you're on, you're on, like you get really, it's amazing to sleep and it's made a big difference with your life. But there was a time, Christy, when I was travel nursing, uh, I used hemostats to close together the curtains so none of the lights would come in because I was working nights. And Christy, I was taking 75 to 100 milligrams of Benadryl. That's three or four of the tablets. They come in 25 milligram tablets. That's way too much. Do you know why? Because I was a nurse. I should have known. My body was way too used to Benadryl if I just stopped taking it and started with something else. Now, a half of Benadryl is very effective if I need it. So it's really important to realize sometimes adding more doesn't always work. You need to rotate. And that's after you've done everything you can see, smell, hear, feel, and taste, meaning don't eat before bed. Um, and those are the things that you can try first in conjunction with some of the pharmaceuticals that we have available to you. You have to nail your basics. I know that, that, that the name of the podcast series is called back to basics, but you've got to nail these basics of sleep in order for the rest to fall in line. Don't just go right for ambient and don't just give up and say, you know what? I just can't sleep. That's just my fate. I just, am not a good sleeper. We've had so many people come through that have said the same thing. And yet, guess what? We got them sleeping. It can work for you and it has to work for you. Shorten your sleep, shorten your life. And we're not kidding when we say this. So you spend a third of your life sleeping. And if you just walk around sleep deprived all the time, you're going to get sick. You're, it's, it's not good. And, and your life is going to be, you're going to, it's going to be rough. It's going to be, and we're just chronically sleep deprived in our society. We just accept this and it shouldn't be that way. I agree. No, no badge of honors here. Mm -mm. We don't, we don't do the martyr thing. We don't like that baloney. Well, my gosh, this was a lot of fun. We covered a ton in back to basics part one, which is sleep. So glad that you, and that you joined us for this and guys, we will see you next week on part two. Take care, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy code red. And thank you for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.